It's week 15. Let's step into the huddle. You're listening to the pre-snap podcast brought to you by LineStar app, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now here are your hosts, fantasy football experts, Joe Pizapia and Scott Bogman. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizapia, and welcome to the pre-snap right here on the Line Star app, it is me, it is Scott Bogman, and it's you, and it's week 15 in the world of DFS, and we are riding a hot streak. Woo, baby, it's so hot right now, to the moon, that's how hot it is, and uh, I gotta tell you, Boggs, I wanna keep this train rolling, week 15's got a little bit of a limited sake, because we got some, uh, we got some games on the slate on Saturday, we got some Sunday night and Monday night, so it's almost like a heavy bye week, it feels like, that's kind of like the main yeah. slate this week, but still... There seems to be a lot of one-sided matchups, which should make this a very interesting uh, weekend of setting some lineups. Yeah, it should. I mean, like you said, we're missing five games. So uh, it does feel like a bye week, but that is the two Saturday games, the Monday night, the Sunday night, and the Thursday night. So uh, there's going to be football all week long here. We love that. Uh, but it does mean we are missing some big-time players in, in our pool. So we got to... Uh, we, we got to stick with what we know. And we know some people in this first game, at least one guy I know. <laughs> well, here's a fun little uh, bit of trivia here. Which one of these running backs has had, uh, has not had 50 carries in the last three weeks, Dalvin cook, Derek Henry or cam Akers? Well, cam Akers at 29 in the last game. So, <laughs> okay. So you take him out of that. Yeah. I, I think we got to take it. Is it Derek Henry? It is. He has a 200-yard game, but he has only 40-something carries. So, unbelievable. How the Jaguars are. Yeah, well, look, here we go. He is 10.2 as we talk about the Tennessee Titans uh, going against the Detroit Lions this week. Another defense, not good against the run. They're giving up 132 yards per game on average. And, uh, look, Derrick Henry's been our star the last couple weeks. We've been paying up there when we had to. 95 on DK, 10.2 on FanDuel. I'm okay with this. I'm okay with paying up for Derrick Henry again. And there's more value at running back this week that you don't have to. In fact, there's better value this week at running back than I remember in quite some time. So this is going to be a fascinating sort of approach because you can go with the Henry and then kind of figure things out and go to some lesser running backs, or you can load up on some cost-effective guys, but I don't think Henry's a bad strategy. And the narrative that, well, if you like Henry, you can't like Tannehill is stupid because go back and look at the game log. Some of Tannehill's better games are Henry's better games because he's able to run the play action. They're able to get the ball to A.J. Brown. So once again, that stack of Tannehill, Henry, and Brown. Brown is 76 and 83. Tannehill is 67 and 77. Look, against Detroit, who's you know kind of falling apart at the seams here, I see no reason not to go back to this well. What do you think? Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I mean, yes, he's expensive, but he's expensive every week but he's worth it most weeks. You know, there's not, there's no upside for Derrick Henry really, but there doesn't have to be, you know, because he's going to be that guy that dominates. A lot of people are playing him and you get a leg up when, when you play this guy, even though he costs a bunch of money. So, well, he's got to get you 25. He's got to get you somewhere in that range for the price. Right. And he usually does. And usually he's going to be somewhere around that. And look, the potential is there too. He can smell 2000 yards. So, Look, it's not going to be shocking if he goes for another like 170 or something like that. Like he could go into that realm again. It's possible with one or two big breaks. 
Um, but look, just on the tennis on the Tennessee side, I think we pretty clear. If you want to differentiate with Corey Davis, there's nothing wrong with that. Staying away from John New Smith, unfortunately, I just think injuries kind of zapped him a little bit. But on the Detroit side, anything of note for you? Because I'm kind of out on Detroit altogether. Yeah, I don't want anything in Detroit with Chase Daniel there. So, uh, which most likely it's going to be. Um, so I don't want to mess with that at all. I'm actually okay with John Smith just for the sheer fact that Tennessee keeps getting tight ends involved. It hasn't been Smith in recent weeks. It's been I know Berkser and everybody Berkser, else, right? So I think Johnu could have a nice week. And you know, if you think that uh, Tennessee is going to score 35 points in this game, like against Tennessee, that makes a lot of sense, right? At least 35, right? Mm-hmm. That's give Derrick Henry two touchdowns. Ryan Tannehill throws three, so I'm with you on. Uh, yeah, the okay Tannehill. I mean, Brown, yeah, I mean, it's that. just. It, it, I understand it's just lazy fantasy when people just automatically assume that. Don't say that unless you go look at the game log, and then that's that's what I hate. I hate when people do. Well, I like Henry, so I'm going to fade Tannehill. Really stupid. Did you look at the game <laughs> log? Because, uh, well, no, I didn't. But you know, normally is what I do. Well, don't don't take normally like that's that's crap advice. And we don't give crap advice here at Line Star. Line Star, by the way, go out there and get the Line Star app while you're at it and upgrade to the premium product because. That's what the cool kids do, and you want to be a cool kid, don't you? What's wrong with you? Of course you do. So go over to Line Star oh, app cool and go kid. follow us on Twitter there, too, at Line Star app and Line Star NFL. In the meantime, let's talk about Houston and Indianapolis. Uh, Deshaun Watson, look, coming off a bad game, and he's running out of weapons here. He got Chad Hansen. He got uh, Kiki oh, Cooks is coming back. Cook, Cooks is coming back. He's going to be good to go. Still, Indianapolis uh, is tough defensively. Indianapolis is tough, uh, but – He'll be better. No. It can't Watson be worse. Has than never been more viable. Sixty-eight hundred, eighty-one hundred. Like that's a good price. I know it's a tough matchup and everything, but w- when you have Watson, you have a chance. And I believe uh, the, the Texans always have a chance. And in DFS, when you play Watson, you always have a chance. So I'm okay with the risk. I don't think he's going to be my first choice, but I'm not going to roll my eyes or scoff if someone takes Watson any week. Right? No, I won't roll my eyes or scoff, but I, I'm also not going to recommend it either just because I feel like this team is kind of another one. This is that time of year where teams start to, you know, think about playing reservations and, you know, checking out. And this defense hasn't been there all year anyway, which is why I love Jonathan Taylor. Now this defense gives up 150 plus yards per game against the run. Jonathan Taylor's just 72 on DK, 74 on FanDuel. Smash, smash, smash. Look, last yeah. week we loved Rivers, Taylor, and Hilton. And guess what? This is another trio you can go right back down to the well with. Uh, TY's been excellent. He's just 55 on DK and 68 on FanDuel. Still very cost-effective. And Rivers, look, like it or not, he's got a minimum of 18 points four weeks in a row. I mean, you just got to call it what it is. The guy's scoring points. 5,900 on DK is a tremendous value for him. 71 on FanDuel, same thing. Only $100 more than last week. So I'm going to go right back down to this well, man. I'm telling you, I feel like Rivers, Taylor, and, and Hilton are getting this thing going. Houston is no good. I'm in. Yeah, I like uh, the buy on, uh, you know, like Burton here at 2,900. Jack Doyle at 20. Yeah, that's also an interesting buy. Yep. Or Mo Ali Cox, probably less on him than than the other ones, but Doyle or Burton at twenty nine and twenty eight, as as Joe would call it, the free square. Uh, mm-hmm. I like those buys as well because Houston is really bad defensively. 
Did Moelle Cox, did he marry Courtney Cox? Is that why he he took her name? Is that what yeah, happened? I believe like, so. I believe okay. that's correct. All right. So. I just want to, I want to get that straight for all the listeners here. Um, and the, uh, moving on to the Tampa Bay <laughs> Buccaneers, uh, going on the road to the Atlanta Falcons. Oh God, the Falcons. I'll tell you what, you know, I mean, Russell Gage is showing you he could be useful. 4,700 for him on DK 57 on FanDuel. Calvin Ridley is always good, but he's always expensive. 82, 84. You get what you pay for with Ridley. I'm not gonna, you know, I love yeah, Ridley beginning of the year. No, yeah. well, here's the thing. I love Ridley beginning of the year when he was like 72, but for a thousand dollars more, you've got to like put a little faith in Matt Ryan and my faith is getting broken in Matt Ryan. It's really sad. And I have zero faith in the run game here. So I'm not saying it's bad, but I'm just saying it's, it's a tough investment. I think at this point when you think seen... Matt Ryan's my age, so it's not, <laughs> it's not good. You know, <laughs> he's getting up there. I think he might be a year too. Tom young. Brady's my age, but uh... right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. But he's uh, on growth hormone. Everyone knows that. So. And so am I. <laughs> yeah, so much of it. Yeah, and you guys both look younger than me, which is not good. This is but, true. Uh, it's true. Yeah, yeah, man. I you you can buy Ridley any week, especially with Julio being still questionable. Uh, you know, I Atlanta has no reason to play him, so unless he's really good to go. So we'll see if he plays this weekend too. But Russell Gage, a nice cheap option. Uh, I don't even like Hayden Hurst as a cheap option. He's done nothing no, this year. He sucks. I don't like it. I'm I'm okay with paying for Ridley. Like Ridley's that one piece, and I get Gage too, because Gage Gage can score points in lots of different ways too. You can throw the football. I think there's better options than both those guys. This week. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, moving on here, Tampa Bay. Obviously, um, they're going to be down running back to Ronald Jones, which means they're going to throw the ball a lot. Uh, I mean, I don't think that Leonard Fournette. I think automatically becomes that dude. Like I don't think that happens all of a sudden. I could be wrong. Arian said he's going to lead, but what does that mean? Does it mean God, he what leads with mean? twenty touches? Does it mean he leads with eleven touches? Like what does that mean? We right. I mean, forty five hundred on DK, fifty five on Fanduel. If you want to take a shot on this in a multi entry as a flex RB, okay. Like I, I, I mean, one share, fine. Maybe he does have a great game, and you know, because he's going to be a free agent and stuff. Uh, Mike Evans is 65 and 71. Godwin 62, 72. AB 55, 65, and uh, or 54, 65. Excuse me. And Scotty Miller 32 and 5K. And of course, Tom Terrific is 6679. Oh, your thoughts on Rob Gronkowski in this game too? He's at 4200 on DK, 63 on Fanduel. Falcons, the worst team in the league against the tight end. Is this a spot where you would actually Gronk this week? I. Uh, no, I, I don't yeah. want like e- even when Gronk does score like last week, he had one catch for two yards in the score. Like he was still below right. ten points. So right. I'm just not really interested in Gronk moving forward. Scotty Miller is an interesting free square on DK at 32. Yeah, I, I once again he's a guy that had what do you have two catches and one of them was a 49 yard touchdown. That's <sighs> nice. I just don't. I don't no, think I he's don't. Getting, getting enough of the snap share. To for well, there's for too many mouths. That's the problem. Yeah. Too many mouths to feed. Yeah, I mean that that's exactly right. I want to look it up real quick on Scotty Miller's snap count last week. Um, let's see, it was Evans at 76%, Godwin at 86. Yeah, Scotty Miller had 10% of the snaps. He played in five snaps last week. And it's been that ever since A B came in, you know, A B came in and it's been 19, 9, 15, 10, and 5 snaps. That's it. And then AB 39, 39, 43, 43. He was down to 25. It was his second week below 50%, but still at 49. So uh, I, I have no interest in Scotty Miller. I have very little interest in this next game, Boggs. It's New England and Miami. I have no interest in anything in New England. 
If and you with have my very little interest, Joe, you have more interest than I do. <laughs> well, let's just skip it. I mean, you know, honestly, two is, two uh, you know what? I'll tell you what. I'm going to take the only back. thing. Maybe you could you could maybe talk about that. I, I'll say Lynn Bowden Jr. Lynn Bowden Jr. You're on this train, too. You're like the third person I talked to this week about the Lynn Bowden. Well, here's the thing is Jakeem Grant is out. Uh, and it seems like Devontae Parker might be out as well. He's questionable. So we, I actually think I like Grant more if Parker plays because Parker will probably, you know, draw more of Gilmore. Uh, but if if they are down wider and they're down to Mike Gesicki because, you know, or um, excuse me, Gesicki's out. If they're down to Matt Collins and Lynn Bowden and, you know, Malcolm Perry, who is a converted quarterback in college uh, playing wide out for them now, who's been getting a decent amount of snaps. Lynn Bowden, I think they're going to use him in a couple different formations, too. I think they'll use him at running back. I think they'll use him at Wildcat a little bit, too. So I'm interested in Lynn Bowden. Uh, that's it. Uh, absolutely nothing else from this game. All right. Uh, yeah, I just um, I'm out. The Chicago, Minnesota, I'm in. All right. So if I'm all out there, I'm all in on this one. So just yeah, ignore that altogether. And you want to go hang out with Lynn Bowden, you and Bogman can go off and go on a cruise together or something. Not me. I, I hope it hits. I can't do it. I just can't do it. Want to do it. Can't do it. Not going to do, do it. it. Not do it. Nobody gets that reference we just made probably because we're old. I guess so. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> one or two. Like a real Saturday Night Live fan might get that. But other than that, everyone's just like, what are these guys talking about? Mitchell Trubisky is what I'm talking about. 55 on DK. Yes, please. 7K on FanDuel. I love it. I love it. Let's do it. Mr. Trubisky. Scoring points. I know it's not pretty. It's I did it last week and it worked out. You so did? yeah, I'm. You did. I, I in my twenty man league, I'm down to Trubisky because my two QBs this year are Wentz and Trubisky. Actually, that that league is spread. Everyone's it's a twenty man IDP league. Everyone's uh, spread so thin that I won a week without a quarterback. So uh, that that's just that's just the way it goes sometimes. But yeah, uh, Trubisky looks good. He's looking better, and they're. Uh, they're gaining a little steam offensively right now. So uh, the, the defense isn't playing as good as it used to be, which means that the Minnesota side is uh, viable on this uh, in this game as well. So, yeah, I'm with Trubisky. Allen Robinson, you can play any single Every week. week. 74 yeah. and 73, and this is my whole thing about why I would not pay up for Calvin Ridley, right? You could save a grand on both sides and get Allen Robinson. So why wouldn't you like that just makes right. no sense to me from return on investment. Allen Robinson and Calvin Ridley have the same upside pretty much every week. He's not cool. I'm sorry. The same floor every week. Let's put it that way. Ridley might have some bigger upside from time to time, but right now, currently, mm, I don't know. That's actually a tougher sell. Montgomery's got 400 yards in his last three games. He is seven K and 7,300. I've been waiting all year to have running backs in the seven K range that I like. We got Taylor. We got Montgomery and we're just getting started here. So this is why as much as I love Henry, there's lots of other ways you can go about this this week, but it's been tough. I mean, you either had cook or Henry or Chubb, or you weren't cashing for the most part. I mean, you needed those guys these last few weeks or some combination of them. Uh, that's where it stops for me. Those, those three guys, personally, I'm not going to screw around with Jimmy Graham, uh, Kirk cousins and, and company got, you know, kind of, you know, corrected last week a little bit. The kicking game is terrible. Irv Smith showed up, though. 3,600 for him on DK. I'm always looking for the cheap tight ends on DK. I, I can roll with that. Jefferson at 73 and 76, always good. Same with Thielen, 71 and 75. Uh, but I got to tell you, against the Bears defense, even Dalvin Cook at 9K and 9,400. 
I'm less enthralled with the Viking side, but if you're going to game stack, this is one of the games this week that actually is very appealing to me on both sides. Yeah, yeah I'm with you on that. Uh, Cook is Cook's a lot like Henry. Like you said, if you won money in the last couple of weeks, you probably had one of uh, Cook or Henry. So, you know, he he's still a decent buy. I had a tough matchup last week, still pulled out 100 yards. So good player. Very good. Very good player. Good mm-hmm. player for football. All good right. Uh, Seattle coming up a thrashing. A thrashing of the New York Jets. I mean, that game against the Jets last week. I mean, it was, that was just embarrassing. Like you just like it just where's the mercy rule? I actually wanted the mercy rule to kind of step in there at some point. I like just, how you're talking about how embarrassing it is with the biggest grin on your face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you know, if the grin fits, you wear it. Uh, yeah, Russell Wilson is 7384 against Washington this week. Now Washington's a little tougher, so let's start with Wilson. Uh, Wilson is that a quarterback that you would roster this week against that Washington front that's been very aggressive to say the least? No, I I, I love Russ, but uh, I don't really want to play him against Washington. The offensive line in Seattle is still subpar. It's not bad like it was the last few years, but it's still not great. So uh, with Washington having one of the best pressure rates in the NFL. Chase Young really, you know, like some rookies are hitting the wall here, and Chase Young seems to be running downhill. He scored a touchdown last week, uh, had a lot of QB hits. Uh, I'm I'm really not interested in starting Russell Wilson. No, thank you. Yeah, um, DK Metcalf, another one where 86 and 82, once again, is as good as he is. Uh, you know, this is a little trickier, I, I think, yeah. you know, with the way this defense is played, because I don't know if Russell's going to have enough time for DK to have those big plays down the field. So, again, it's never wrong. It's like Ridley. It's always going to be a good investment. But I think there's a, for a thousand dollars less. I'd rather have Robinson this week. That's just where I'm at. You just got to get the touchdown. That's the big thing is you have to get the touchdown. You from to get DK. The touchdown from him. And, yeah. uh, you know, that, that that's a coin flip for him. It's better than a coin flip this year. But uh not by much, so I don't know how much I'll be investing in any, anything on the Seattle side. Side of it. Uh, look, JD McKissick, we were in on last week, and he was good again, fifty-seven and fifty-eight. Love him on DK, especially in the full point PPR all the day. Uh, two bad games in a row for Terry McLaurin. This is a little troubling here, sixty-six and sixty-nine. So, what's going on here with McLaurin? Any ideas? Well, I, I think teams are doubling him up, so uh, and they're just focusing on him more. And Seattle, well, I know Pittsburgh certainly did. Yeah, and Seattle, what they've been doing over the last month is that they've allowed the fewest points to a wide wide receivers, fewest fantasy points to wide receivers in the last month. Uh, they've been really clamping down after looking so horrid the first uh, four week or the first you know two thirds of the season. Now they've looked much much better, so it's hard to start these guys too. I think McKissick is and and Logan Thomas. I think those are the two guys that I have a lot of interest in in this game. Uh, a lot of dump off pass to McKissick with Gibson, you know, presumably down this week. I don't want anything to do with Peyton Barber ever. So um, Thomas yeah. is a good value again, 4K on DK, especially 56 on Fandle. So uh, I'm a big fan. Uh, you, you don't have to convince me. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. And I think he had the most targets he's had in a single game last week. So uh, Thomas is a better option every week. Every week he's gotten better. All right, let's move on to the Jacksonville Jaguars at Baltimore Ravens. Lamar's been brilliant. Look, I think this is the Lamar that you pay up for. And I don't remember the last time we talked about that, but I mean, the offense is Lamar Jackson right now, and he's facing a terrible team in Jacksonville. So 82 and 75, going to pay up for a quarterback this week on the main slate. This is one of the few that's actually worth it. We've talked about Rivers. We've talked about Trubisky being discounts, but Lamar, 
is one of the guys that might be worth the premium because of the rushing touchdown equity he brings. He also brings J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards along too. Uh, any love for either of these guys? Because we know without um, without Hollywood Brown, uh, that's one less receiver, and you know I don't like him to begin with. So it's it's kind of feeling like maybe this is a very running back heavy game, or not that it's not always with the Ravens, but still this almost a Ravens game. game. I, yeah. I'm okay with everybody here, Joe Lamar. Yeah is a great buy Dobbins, you know, obviously not Mark Ingram. And but... I bet that's low rostered. Like I bet that combination of Lamar with his own running backs. Yeah. It's some, it's the same, it's the same lazy guy. Who's always going to start Tannehill with uh, Derek Henry. five touchdowns, you know, five rushing yeah. touchdowns. So uh, I'm, I'm good with Lamar. I'm good with Dobbins. I'm good with Edwards and look, Willie Sneed and Devin Duvernay are cheap here. Uh, yeah. James Prochet also in with, uh, uh, you know, in with Hollywood on, on the COVID list. So they are down some wideouts. So it's, uh, it's Willie Sneed, Boykin and Duvernay. Uh, and, and Mark Andrews, not a bad buy at 5,500 and 6,800, uh, respectively as well, because he's been looking more healthy over the last two weeks. So, uh, I kind of like every aspect of the Ravens in this game. Yeah. Oh, what about the defense? Would you pay up for them? Yeah, it's not even paying up. 3800 4800 that's not horrible. I don't think it's so. too bad. No, I mean, for the 48 uh, is pretty high. Yeah, that's 48 that's that's towards the top here this week. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, I would still I, pay for it. <laughs> I mean, you yeah. get Gardner Minshew back. Um, I don't think that means a whole lot. I I just can't, you know, Baltimore's defense, I know they gave up points and stuff to Cleveland, but you know, Cleveland's got <laughs> some stuff working right now. Jacksonville right. doesn't. So I think that's that's my perspective. So I'm fading Jacksonville altogether in this. This is a one-sided game. Yeah, same, same. I don't want anything, any part of Jacksonville. You know, I know DJ Chark is a good wide out, but you never know who it's going to be between Chark, Cole, Johnson, and LaVisca. Um, uh, Eifert's been decent, so I guess if you want to pay for him, 2900 4600 that's fine, but I'm not super excited about it. So I'm with you. I'm The Ravens, I get. I can see anyone on the Ravens not named Ingram, uh, but nothing for Jacksonville do I want at all. Are you excited about anything in the matchup between San Francisco and Dallas? Because, you know, I know Dallas put up some points last week. I know Amari Cooper, who's 64 and 67, was good. Ezekiel Elliott, I mean, you can kind of write him off, I feel like now. Like, I don't remember the last time we talked about that, dude. And all, only because we had to on Thanksgiving, probably. That's like, <laughs> like yeah. the one time. Yeah, um, it's been bad for him. What um, about what, on the other side here, you know, with Mostert injured, Wilson's 51 and 58. Any oh, love for him, especially with absolutely. the touchdown equity? Yeah, yeah, I absolutely love the Jeff Wilson buy because this team is still a run first team, even though, you know, Brandon Ayuk should be a buy as well. Well, You haven't gotten to them yet. Like, I'm going to write a love letter to Brandon Ayuk right now because he's so good, especially on DK. But Jeff Wilson, like, they're going to run the ball. And last week it was solely Mostert and and Wilson. That's it. So Mostert doesn't play. We know Wilson is now the number one back. Whatever they do with Coleman and McKinnon, I don't really care. They can figure it out. But I love Wilson if Mostert doesn't play. And you, you mentioned it before, love letter all the way around to Brandon Ayuk and his 16 targets last week. Uh, thank you for being the only healthy guy here that's still good. You know, that's he's not hitting the rookie wall at all. No, uh, the guy's been brilliant. I mean, the target volume's been great. Now, I guess here's the one thing I'll throw in there with – the possibility at least as we're recording this of George Kittle playing, it's possible. It doesn't change Ayuk for me. In fact, the fact that he's still 63 and 69, I think it's a perfectly good price 
even with the Kittle thing baked into it. So are you on the same page with me about that? That like, don't let yeah. that shy you away from Ayuk. I think if Kittle plays, it's going to be sparingly. He'll get a low percentage of snaps and it'll just be to build him back up to hopefully get him back in for the last couple games of the year. So he can go into next year with more of a clean bill of health, but uh, I, I don't think he's going to play in this game. All right. So obviously Jeffrey Wilson, Jr., another low cost running back. I mean, 58 on FanDuel is a great price for a guy with touchdown equity like that. So, you, you know, and we always say this, but I'll reiterate it. On FanDuel, you look for that touchdown equity. On DK, you look for that volume. Like whenever yeah. you're trying to decide between two players, favor the scoring system. Don't overthink it. Don't, 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 uh, and just start racking your brain about <laughs> matchup stuff. Just, just think, okay, does this guy have a better chance of volume or scoring a touchdown? And, and, and yeah. think about it that way. And just, and like JD McKissick, and, and you have to understand too, you know, in terms of what you need in order to cash, like you're going to need somewhere in 160 points on DK to, to be good, you know? So if you're going to need somewhere in that range, you got to make sure that you're getting a good floor of receptions. Like that's why guys like McKissick who are cheap and big returns this week are great. So there's a lot of guys this week at running back. And another guy I love who's even cheaper than Jonathan Taylor and cheaper than Montgomery is Cam Akers. 66 for Cam Akers in this Rams game against the jets they're at home 67 i'll tell you man i was so impressed on thursday night last week man the guy was just brilliant i talked about it on tuesday ran inside ran outside caught the ball did everything you possibly could ask of a number one running back and i don't think sean McVay is stupid i mean he he knows how good this team can be when they run the football effectively got him all the way to the super bowl even with a hurt todd Gurley. So I got to be thinking that he he recognizes that this is Cam Akers backfield at this point, right? Yeah, yeah, and and Akers is finally healthy is really what it is and has been given the ample opportunity. So and if you look at the snap count too, I believe it was like 51 for um yeah, for Akers and then like 7 for Henderson and 5 for Brown. So he is he's the guy there now and they should be opening up big holes against the Jets. So um uh, I, this is uh, acres. Is it just maybe one of the easier buys this week? I'm not going to fail. It's not the chalkiest chalk that ever chalk, but it's chalky. It's pretty yeah, chalky. It's very, very make it wrong. And you know yeah, what? It's probably going to be 25, Lock Empire. 25% drafted or rostered somewhere in that range. Yeah. At I minimum. Should be. Yeah. Could even push the 30 envelope, but I don't care. Don't care. Give it to me anyway. Uh, what about cup and woods? Uh, I always favor woods. You know me. How, what do you think about these guys against the jets? Yeah, I'll take whoever's cheaper. I mean, it doesn't really matter. The 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 Jets secondary is horrid. Well, so, it's funny because Cup is cheaper. Specifically, Cup is cheaper on DK. Actually, yeah, a Cup is seven K on DK, seventy one on a Fanduel, and then on DK, Robert Woods is sixty eight, and Robert Woods is seventy four. So right. it's it's however you want to you know match that up. So you got to pay two hundred dollars more for Cup on one and then $300 more for woods on the other. <laughs> so. I think, I think in this game, I, I would rather go with woods. Uh, well, woods uh, makes his own points. And that's what I always right. get back to with woods. I also, and they all run, in. you know, they, they run little reverses with him and stuff too. And they like to do that stuff around the goal line. So he touches the ball. I just think he's more likely to score. Yeah. He's more likely to score. He's more likely to add on yak. He's more likely to have a big play. Uh, and I'm all in on the Rams defense. I'll pay up for it this week. And you have, Look, you have enough guys here at running back that you can, you know, make it work. We just talked about him. 17 and a half. It's ridiculous. The spread is 17 and a half. Aaron Donald is going to be on top of Sam Darnold. It's going to be ugly. 
Yeah. No Jets for me. I'm going to pass on them. How about you? Anything there for you? Yeah, yeah. We'll pass on the Jets. All right. Well, just, just you know, want to give everybody their due. Well, I tell you what. One guy I did skip, I didn't say anything about, but I'm still okay with Amari Cooper at, uh, you know, Amari Cooper at 6,400, 6,700 in that game. Uh, the, the Niners secondary is still bad, and Cooper still gets targets. So Okay. So that's uh, another low I, I think I forgot to mention him. But, uh, no, I, I mentioned him at that. the top there. So we, we need to okay. get him in there. Don't worry. That was the uh, only piece. Remember when I made fun of Zeke after? I was like, yeah, I think okay, the only piece it. is Cooper. Yeah. And then after that, we haven't talked about Elliot well, forever. writing love letters to Brandon Ayuk and Jeff Wilson. So Well, it, they deserve it. it. They deserve Dear it. Brandon. <laughs> I, I like sometimes I like to spray a little perfume on mine, you know? Oh, okay. You Not know? cologne? No, perfume. I like to keep oh. them guessing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like to wear a pearl necklace and clutch at it real hard when I'm writing my letters. So. Well, you do look good in pearls. All right. Uh, Nick, ah. Kyler Murray. And the Arizona Cardinals are going to play host to Jalen Hurts making his second start. We'll see if it's as good as the first. Now, Jalen Hurts had 100 yards rushing in that first start. And I know people are all excited about themselves because they got a good payday with Jalen Hurts last week. He is 5,900 on DK, 6,900 on FanDuel. I understand taking the shot on DK. I don't on FanDuel. You're going to be behind a quarterback on FanDuel in terms of return on investment at 6,900 because you're talking about the same guys that are up there in that Rivers Trubisky category that I think are locks for somewhere around 20 points. And I don't know if Hertz is with all the running. I'm still not necessarily sure there aren't enough mistakes that kind of hurt him possibly in this game. So that that's my take on it. What's your take on Hertz? Is that an investment or a risk you're willing to take? Cause I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely willing to take it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Cause you're in on the Eagles this week. I know you like this Eagles team. All of a sudden. I, I like the Eagles team and it's really, uh, it, it's, I, I like the way the Eagles are playing, and I don't like the way the Cardinals have been playing. They're a little better last week, but, you know, they're not going to set any um, – uh, I don't think they're going to set any sack records against Jalen Hurts. You know what I mean? If Carson Wentz was back there, I think I'd be paying for the Cardinals' defense this week, to be honest with you. Coming off of Hassan oh, absolutely. five sacks and, and all that, they, they had some guy, uh, you know, come in from the lemonade stand and get a couple sacks as well. <laughs> so, uh, you know – Daniel Jones just had no idea what he was doing last week. And eventually, well, he couldn't move either. Too. Yeah. He should have been out there up. first and he had another injury second. So, um, you know, I, Jalen hurts, uh, is not he, he ain't, he ain't Daniel Jones and he ain't Carson Wentz. So he, he's going to pull that thing down and run. It's going to freeze some of those guys. I like Jalen hurts on either side this week. I'm okay. okay him anywhere. I'm more okay on DK. You can always cheap out on quarterback a little easier on DraftKings because of the full point PPR. You can make up some points later on. Um, Miles Sanders, you buy in this little rebound last week, 6,968. I know it was one big play, but look, that's what Miles Sanders has always been. You just got to give him 15 plus touches. And if you do that, he's going to have one big play eventually in there. So is there a chance for one big play for him again this week? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, the Cardinals defense is fine, but it's not, it's not outstanding. You know, they're 18th against the rush. They give up 120 yards a game. I I think they're going to give up way more than that this week with Sanders and, uh, you know, hurts being able to run on them. So uh, I'm good with Sanders as well. I think that price is good. I don't want any of the wide receivers for Philly. So no, thank you. Yeah. Goddard, was, what about Goddard? Bad. Yeah. I mean, he's 2000 more on, on FanDuel. So he's the much better value on well, he's, DK. Yeah, he's very cheap on DK. 39 is cheap for Goddard. I think Goddard might be the best ROI of his Eagles team on either side. Um, but I'll tell you what, the Goddard, and Hertz pairing on DK at 39 and 38 um, is or 39 and 59, excuse me. Um, that makes 
that makes a lot of sense. Like that's a nice way to kind of start and say, okay, I've, you know, I've saved some money here and then be aggressive on a Derrick Henry or be aggressive somewhere else. What about the Cardinals? Any reason to be aggressive there? I mean, Hopkins is always good. This front's been pretty good against the run. Kenyon Drake's been pretty good of late and uh, it looks like Kyler Murray's getting healthier. So what's your take on the cards this week? Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with going. Kyler Murray finally had 13 rushes last week. So uh, I, I'm more in on him than I have been recently. And uh, uh, so I'm in on him and, you know, they've been getting, the Eagles have been getting dusted by whoever the number one is for uh, the, the opponent. Yeah. So uh, I think DeAndre Hopkins, even though he's, you know, still expensive and no one, no one's surprised by that, but um, you know, 8,600, 7,900, still a really good buy. Yeah. I, I think Kyler's kind of a sneaky option this week. You know, if you're not going to, because Lamar's price is what? He's more expensive than Kyler, I believe. Let's go back to him for a second here as we uh, uh Yeah, it's a here. little bit more, but it's 70, it's 7,000 and 8,000. It's 75 and 82 for Lamar. 75 and 82. Okay. Against seven and eight. I think I'd save them. I would save the 500 and for the $200 difference. I take Lamar. If that makes sense. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Yeah. I'm I think that's you. the way you approach it. So Kyler Murray, more DK Lamar Jackson, more fan. I, I, I know Dan Arnold scored three touchdowns in the last two weeks, but I'm not going in, you know, he's still cheap. 3,500, 5,200. I feel like this is Admiral Akbar. It's a trap. I don't <laughs> You very well might be right. All right, last one, but certainly not least. Huge game here. Kansas City at New Orleans could be a Super Bowl preview. We shall see. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, 79-89. It's never a bad buy. Uh, Tyree Kill, you worry about the hamstring at 9,300 on FanDuel. Model, and that's a spicy meatball. 8,800 <laughs> on DK. I don't know. It's, it's tough. I mean, I've done it a couple weeks in a row now, and it's paid off. I did it last week and the week before. And I got to say, I haven't been disappointed yet. And I think they can go out there as even though New Orleans has played better defensively lately. I mean, nobody has an answer for Hill and Mahomes. Sorry. Yeah, I mean they played better recently, but they also let's not forget they got Kendall Hinton in there. Uh, you know, and, and they got two of the rookie last week. Uh, they look good against a busted Atlanta team. True. So true. I, I'm not going to give them that much credit. So I, I'm actually I, I'm okay with Mahomes. I'm okay. Obviously, Tyreek is one of the best buys every week. I'm good with Kelsey. Too. 8k and 8500 this is the one of the few guys where i feel like you know if you're gonna be better than anyone he's so far and away higher floor and higher ceiling every week it's just i don't know like i'm not somebody that's gone crazy over kelsey over the years but i'm starting to i'm starting to really appreciate travis kelsey on a higher level not that i didn't that he wasn't any good he's always been great but you know investability especially in dfs because look it's really expensive you gotta find there's just no tight ends that do what he does well there's, there's no tight ends no that do what he does and the problem is it's like once you pay up for him then you have to find the wide receiver equivalent at wide receiver three that you were looking for a discount at tight end one and right. the separation becomes tricky because anybody who scores a touchdown becomes a tight end one that week for the most part so if you could get that at you know <laughs> i mean on DraftKings, just for reference so he's 8k on DraftKings. it's too expensive but you can get Logan Thomas in 4K, you know, what I mean, half as right. much. It's very difficult. But on FanDuel, where things are tighter at, you know, where the the mid range of tight end is like six, it's only a two thousand dollar difference. I think it makes more sense on FanDuel than DK, despite the fact they get so much volume. It's more about the price, the price structure of the two sites. Yeah. And, you know, Travis Kelsey is one of those guys that typically you buy when you have cheaped out at quarterback specifically, you know. Right. Uh, if you if you went in and bought a Trubisky or something like that, 
that that's what you do. I'm also, you know, I know you're probably going to be against this, but I, I'm going to be in on Clyde Edwards Alaire a little bit, 5,800 and 6,400. I think the price is good for him getting 21 touches last week. They weren't very effective. Miami's defense has been good the whole year. Maybe um, on DK at 58 on the full point PPR. Maybe yeah. there. 64 I struggle with box and I'll tell you why I struggle with it because of cam Akers. Like for and, 200, and that's, that's more than, more, more, than more than five. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to argue hard for Clyde Edwards Alaire, but what I will say is that this is the most touches he's had since week six, which was his huge game against Buffalo. So I think they're just starting to lean more on him this week. So I'm okay at this, this buy of 5,800, 6,400. All right. Uh, and on the New Orleans side of this one, uh, look, it's not always pretty, but Taysom Hill is getting you points. He's 75 and 6K, respectively. Kamara's 74 and 78. Thomas, you're still getting a discount on him, 72, 700. And I've taken the discount a lot of weeks. It's frustrating when you see Emmanuel Sanders catch a touchdown or Jared Cook catch a touchdown, and Michael Thomas is having pretty good days. He got a touchdown. It'd be very good days, especially at that price. Am I tempting fate to keep, you know, kind of playing around here with this? What are your thoughts on it? Because I, I feel like this game has you know, high scoring written all over it. I would imagine. Yeah. I mean, the over is 51 and a half and that might be low for this game. So, uh, you know, the chiefs defense playing better than they were last year, but still not great. There's 26 against, uh, the run. So I'm, a, I'm more than good with Camara and Taysom Hill at 6,000 in DK 7,500 in FanDuel. The, these are good buys here. Still, uh, Michael Thomas is 72. He's Michael Thomas is cheaper on FanDuel than he is on DK. That's crazy to me. So uh, Michael Thomas is an easy buy on FanDuel this week at 7,000. So, yeah. well, uh, that's what I've been doing. I've been doing it. Yeah. And look, he's been a good return. He's returned because he's, you know, he's putting up decent stats. He's just missing that touchdown. Like that touchdown well, puts him the, in three Even the game where uh, Taysom Hill threw, threw to no one, Michael Thomas still got five catches, right? right. That, that's that's just where like he is. He's so much better than everybody. <laughs> that was the whole thing. Like a hundred yards, yeah. <laughs> you know, still he's still getting yardage totals. It's still all working out. It's just like, it's just come on, man, just get that TD. It's very frustrating. It's definitely frustrating. What did you think this week too about that little? Oh well, Jameis Winston's going to compete for this job next year if it's a it's available. Kind of that was a I weird time to drop that, wasn't it? That said more about Drew Brees pretty much being done. Like this is it. I think so. Him. If they don't win the ring, they don't win the ring. He's going to go off to whatever Fox and, and right. uh, replace somebody. And, and that'll be great. Uh, I'm more than happy to watch Drew Brees and listen to him every single week. Uh, but it's uh, the dude just broke 11 ribs and had a collapsed lung. It, he can't protect himself anymore. It's over. So I think it says that Breeze is gone. They're not fully sold on Taysom Hill as a starter yet. So those two will probably battle it out uh, for the starting job next year. All right, there you have it. So that is your preview for week 15, the NFL want to remind everybody go out there and subscribe to the pre-snap podcast. And of course, make sure you uh, go follow us on Twitter at line star NFL at line star app. And as well, you should follow us at Bogman sports and at Joe Pisa PS 17, because we're a good time. So good luck this week, everybody out there playing a little DFS. This is fun. we got a couple weeks left, and I want to keep this money train rolling there, Bog. So that'll do it for me and Scott. We'll be back next week on Tuesday with the recap and the hot take. Looking ahead at week 16, there's nothing left to do now except down, sit, we.
Right. You've been listening to the pre-snap podcast brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, drop a review, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy football experts Joe Pizapia and Scott Bogman.